0: Very serious conversation about our sponsor of the show, Hero Restoration. Hero Restoration, you can go to their website, hero restoration com, for your pressing, your cleaning, and your restoring needs. And I've been posting on Instagram some before and afters, parts of the process that you need to see. Have you seen some of these, Ryan, and how yep. just absolutely impressive it is?
1: I almost wish you didn't have to show the before at first. Because when I'm just scrolling and I see a really horribly damaged book, it, it scares me at you first. You feel it yeah. in,
0: on the inside. And imagine if you were the cause to the damage. That happens too. It's that much worse. However, I'm going through and I'm watching some of their process that they kind of show off a little bit. You know, you don't get to see the whole thing. We get to see them dabbling a little bit here and there with uh, giving you a little bit of a, a peek behind the curtain. And it's fascinating. So I encourage you to follow me at Comic Time 101 on Instagram because you're going to see those posts. But also Hero Restoration on Instagram. It's going to be a lot of eye candy for you because you get to see those before and afters, and you just feel better after that. You just feel better. It's like a it's like a breath of fresh air to watch a comic go from a uh, moment to a happy moment. It's best self. And they're a sponsor of the show. And let me uh, show you... I don't know. Shall we just party a little bit? Should we take a little break and party?
1: Always. Let's do it.
0: Hero restoration.
1: That that part was added
0: on. Comic fam, we are now going to get into a very... Very long story, not that long actually. I met Ryan years ago, and we've grown so much in the comic space that I think we should give people an update, a little bit about us, how Who we am I? How did this all happen, Ryan? Because we met at you McDonald's the very like
1: three weeks ago, and you said, "Hey, I need help with this podcast. Can someone help me?" And you just kind of announced it generally to the to the restaurant at large. Yep, you and were I like, was like. Wiping ketchup off my face, and I was like, oh, I'll do it. It was sweet and sour sauce. Oh, see? I'm already forgetting
0: the finer details. And you can't forget about the sweet and sour. No, um, for those of you who don't know, I've met Ryan. Um, actually, I hired Ryan. Fire guy was hired when I was working at the bank. For those of you who don't know. Hired guy. I started off my, like, adult career Boom. at, like, oh, I just hit my elbow so hard. <laughs> oh, funny bone. Wow. That's real.
1: That's the dangers of moving too much. That is real. Much. That just happened. Just okay, don't move. You'll oh, be safe. Oh my
0: goodness! Yes, comic fam, hit the like button. Slap the subscribe button. Pennies. My elbow is on fire right now. Ryan, shoot out pennies out of your hands.
1: It doesn't shoot. It just comes. It, it just rolls. Plops out. I got like, this. Like a like a poop.
0: <laughs> so I met Ryan um, at the bank. So when I was eighteen, I got a job as a teller at Wells Fargo. Seemed like a good idea, and then I just. Figured out how to move up the chain. I was managing branches by age 21. They would send me to a new location that they were opening. And I was the guy at the desk in the suit, opening the location for the first time, you know, establishing some of the first accounts and working with the, uh, first accounts of the community where that Wells Fargo was, um, like the uh, Wolf Union of Wall bank. Street
1: is what I'm imagining right now, basically. The they movie. They'd had
0: jokes like that because I looked so young. Right. But it was definitely one of those situations where it was like, oh, he is a go-getter. And here's an example of what you can do right. if you work hard at the bank. So I was, I was kind of being used in that way. But I was also good at my job. And a big part of it was managing the location. I did less of the customer-facing stuff unless I needed to. And I got a lot of experience dealing with like some really upset people, Um, some challenging um, times, you know, when someone has like a financial crisis, you're dealing with that. You're learning about finances. And I'm like 21, 22 years old. I barely have my own finances figured out at that point. And I'm telling people like stuff I'm learning from training and like, oh, this is how you get set up for retirement. As I'm like,
1: (laughs) I'm out of high
0: school, you know, whatever, whatever they were thinking. But at the time I was getting awards for being the youngest manager of Wells Fargo in the country, I don't know if it was of all time in their history, but at
1: that time they you should were have like, those displayed. Right, well, you know,
0: yeah, uh, I have some really funny pictures because I just didn't care that much. I was like, I, I was doing it, but I also I I'm a prankster at heart, so whenever I got pictures with like VPs or something, I just I knew it was such for it was so much for show that I would like. I do faces with them and stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. But not not that, that drastic because I had to keep my job, but it was definitely like, wow, he kind of looks weird in that picture. And yeah. I'm like, I know, I, I like that. But anyways, so I was open in branches. I was um, working at established stores, right? I would move around. You know, I started as assistant manager, but then I started doing the higher level stuff. And I would manage the mortgage. I would manage the, uh, like the mortgage section, the financial advisor section, the bankers, the uh, teller team, the assistants, the um, uh, assistants what they call service managers who like deal with the vault and the counting and the ordering of money and all that kind of stuff. So I needed some tellers at this particular location in Linwood. And I was only hiring people getting that experience for like a year or so. So I was kind of new at it, but I was, I was, I was figuring it out. And then, uh, I needed a teller. I interviewed a few tellers and then this guy, fire guy, Ryan, He walked in the door. He sat down and I interviewed you. And that's actually the first time we met. So
1: why don't you take over? What happened from there on out? Well, my perspective, I'm going to rewind because while you were storming the gates of capitalism and and (laughs) dominating Wells Fargo at 20 years old, I was working at the food court at the mall. (laughs) And I got, Where I got were you working at the food court? I worked at Cinnabon for a while. You worked at Cinnabon? In the mall. Yep. I didn't
0: even remember you telling me you worked was, at Cinnabon. That was my
1: first like, real job. Did you get Cinnabon I did. for free? I did. And it that was, is It was a great like, dangerous week of my life. So I was like, <laughs> sick, I'm bringing all these home, I got food for days. I got Cinnabon <laughs> for days, he says. It was... <laughs> oh my gosh, It was really ridiculous. cool for like a week. And then okay. I brought, you know, I keep bringing them home, and you're like, "Geez, goddamn, <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I hate cinnamon too but much." The important part was everybody else loves cinnamon rolls. So people who came up, I would see a lot of people coming up from other places at the mall, uh, including the manager of GameStop, would come up get coffee every day, and I would hook them up. He's like, "Hey, here's a free coffee, bro. I'm cool." And eventually, he's like, "You getting, you want a job? You know, you like oh. working here?" So I was like, "Sure, let's uh, have an interview." And I managed to parlay that job into a GameStop job. I ended up working at like Jamba Juice for a year. I had a little bit of a mall career right out of high school, but then the mall, you know, it, it, stuff. It, it's, it's it's there's a ceiling on that. Yeah, you can't <laughs> you can only, you can only make so much. Exactly. So I was like, "I need a big kid job," and my mommy was like. You should work at a bank, Ryan. That's an adult job.
0: <laughs> Anthony Perone says he also got free diabetes.
1: <laughs> That's true. No, I had to pay for that. <laughs> you had to pay. He's, That's you had to extra. pay extra. It's for exactly. the extra sauce on top, you know. Yeah.
0: The the, the cream cheese and the frosting. <laughs> you know, what's funny. Ugh. Before you move away from the Cinnabon um, gig uh, story, when I was younger, one of the first times my parents, you know, like sometimes your parents, they'll. Not sometimes, but it's like, oh there's a point where they, they feel comfortable leaving the kids at home alone. And typically, it starts off slow. Like, hey, we're going to go out to eat. We'll be back by 6. Don't mess up. Don't leave the house. Keep it locked. Watch TV, but we're going to trust you. And then eventually, it's a, hey, we're going to be gone all day. And then it's a, hey, we're going to be gone for the day or the weekend, you know? And that's when kids, you know, they start having parties and stuff. And it starts getting crazy. You know, no parents, no rules. The first time my parents left for like six hours, right? My mom was uh, pregnant with my my sister. So she and my dad, they went to like a parenting class for the day. It was like an all Saturday type of thing. So Ugh. I stayed at home um, to play PlayStation all day. Hell yeah. My mom bought me a Cinnabon. Oh, no. She's like, hey, Tom, we got you a Cinnabon. Put it in the microwave for... Fifteen oh, no. seconds. Oh no! Twenty seconds. <laughs> okay. She said. I think she said twenty seconds. And sure. I'm like, I'm watching Lizzie McGuire. You know, who was? Uh, it? Uh, or or uh, famous Jet Jackson. I'm I'm, I'm distracted all as right. as you can be. I mean, it's a it's a the show is that damn good, and I'm like, oh yeah, twenty minutes, sure. So they leave, and I'm like, that's a bad parent no class, no right roles. there, man. Right, mm. I'm ready to go. I got their money back for that one. I'm gonna be like by myself. And I put that Cinnabon in for 20 minutes. And then I go back to watch my famous Jet Jackson or whatever it was. Actually, you know what? Yeah, kind of what I remember. Maybe wrong, but it was the... Uh, Luck of the Irish. That was a great one, but it wasn't that one. It was nope. the Xenon. Ooh. Girl of the 21st Century. I think that's what it was. The You make my heart go boom, boom. My, my super supernova girl. girl. God, Ryan. Yeah. That's why he's my Protosella, best friend. baby. You freaking know. All right, so mm. I'm watching this movie or show and I look to the right. I'll never forget it. Smoke and flames <laughs> are just billowing out of the- <laughs> it. But the thing is, is they're in it, like it's in the microwave, so it's contained, but there is smoke protruding out from the top. And then, of course, your initial reaction is I gotta open it up. So I run to open it, and then smoke piles into the house. So this eight hours of me like independent tom i got a cinnabon i'm gonna play playstation it's gonna be a good lizzie mcguire marathon day turned into hide the smoke smell from my parents and then i'm also thinking microwaves have to be ungodly expensive i'm not gonna be able to get my game boy color my mom's like i have to replace the microwave maybe so i'm cleaning the microwave and i'm little guys this is like i'm like 10 years old you know
1: i got a microwave story to tell after this okay This is all about us
0: meeting, but you know what? what We're going down these tangents, man. But anyways, eight hours of me trying to clean the house, trying to cover up a smoke smell to have it be foiled as soon as my dad walks in. I don't smell like smoke. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, damn it. The whole day was ruined and it didn't work. Anyways, talk to me.
1: Microwave story. I made yeah. a mess on the microwave. You know the the, the tray <laughs> that roll that rotates. Yes, I, was I do. Definitely I, older. I than do you.
0: know about the tray that rotates the glass, in the microwave. The glass, the glass tray surface. You
1: can take Comic it out. Comic fam, you know about what we're talking about? The glass, the inside of a microwave, on the inside of the microwave that right. cir- goes in a circle. You take it out and you scrub it under the sink, right? When it gets too gross. Well, you're supposed to do it before it gets too gross, but yes, sure. At a certain point in my childhood, it got really gross. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's lame. I got to clean this. I don't want to clean it. You know. And I look over at the oven, and I see the oven has a self-cleaning option. You just turn it on, <laughs> and it cleans the whole thing, right? So I'm like, "That's got to work for microwaves." You just put it in the oven. So I just no, no, no. I put the. I just went to the microwave, and I just turned it on for like a minute with nothing oh, in it. Oh, you just wanted to blast it away, just
0: to cook the heat to cook all the trash off. It's like you're gonna teleport the 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 the. That's the, not how it works. The, the, the garbage. The,
1: the gamma radiation in the microwave. Yeah, I tried trying to, to gamma radiate it. It right. has to go somewhere. Yeah. It went into the tr- the glass thing and it just cracked, like right in half. Like it broke the whole thing because I guess there's nothing in there to absorb. How long did you put it in? <laughs> no. I you don't Because
0: those things are in there. Like, I just heard like stuff.
1: A, a really scary, like, <laughs> like a breaking noise. Like, oh,
0: crap. Wow. You know, this is amazing stuff because I'll also recall, because I'm going to bring it back to how I met Fire Guy Ryan. We have had microwave videos on there's this a, show we've a put a comics team. in the microwave before yep
1: so so full
0: circle um back to
1: the but bank got my my mom was like you need a big boy job ryan you're an adult you can stop working at the mall let's get you a job at the bank
0: someplace with insurance ryan
1: right and you want to have you can wear a suit and a tie and you be a real man be a real man right ryan. So I, I went to the bank. I had, I had an interview with you. Did your mom I, actually
0: tell you? You oh, need dude, to be a real man.
1: This was mostly from my mom. She's like, okay. you need to work at a bank. That's a, that's a grown-up's job. You don't want to work at the food court anymore. Okay. And I was like, you're right, mom. I'm, a, I'm an adult now. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be <laughs> a grown-up. So I went and got a, got a nice little shirt with a tie on it. And I went and had an interview with you. And I remember afterwards, <laughs> I wrote a letter. Yeah. You remember that? My mom was like, you got to write a letter. You got to write, write a letter. A, yeah, you did. And tell them you're interested afterwards. Thanks for the interview. You know, whatever. It was nice. It was a pleasure to meet you.
0: Ryan had the job before he even did this letter. I'll let the community know a little <laughs> foreshadowing. I I had him. You hear that, He mom? was locked in yeah. after the interview. And you want to know something funny? All the things that got you the job, I'm sure your mom would have not. Uh, she would have <laughs> recommended you not talk about in the interview. She's like, go be a big boy. Talk about right. how you can count money how you can talk to customers, how you can sell and be responsible. What did we talk about in the interview? How did
1: we get to talking about comic books? I think uh, it came up.
0: You had there was someone else that in you, there
1: too. It was not just you and me. There was another manager in the room. Too. That's right. She had not, she didn't want anything Nicole. to do with comic books. Shout out Nicole. She Nicole. Was cool. Okay. Yeah. See. Okay. I forgot. Yeah. I already replaced it with Ava in my head, but no, yeah. it was Nicole. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So this is um, She was awesome. Um, so
0: we did the teller stuff, but then I, we asked, "What do you like to do for fun?" And you said you like to play video games. You also enjoyed superheroes like uh, you enjoyed comic books, reading, reading. And no, I think what you said is you enjoy reading. And then I asked you, oh, are you into comic books? And you said, yes. And at, at some point you let it slip that you had a Green Lantern tattoo.
1: Right. Which is probably not a good job interview thing to say to be, you know, unless you're I'm like, look at my Hellboy tattoo. Look at the <laughs> sleeve I have. Uh, under
0: under my, like, right, I, my you had like
1: a the long we both had long shirts on so I couldn't show you my tattoo. I think I rolled mine up. I'm like, "Oh, I got I, stuff. I got turtles though, here." There, there's Ryan. There's a green lantern tattoo on my very pale arm.
0: So at the time, I had been <laughs> dude, I was like I was 21, 22 years old, right? I uh yeah, I had been like 22 at this point. And I was running things. I could do what I wanted. So I'll tell you, I was on eBay a lot and when you buy a lot of comics off eBay, you want to get that shipped right. And I actually figured out that the way you can overcome your mailman bending your crap and stuffing it in your mailbox. That's why you did that. Okay. I just put the Wills Fargo address and shipped all my comics to the branch. So I'd go to work and I'd have packages and I'd do my unboxing there. And then I would be like... Uh, this is why I need my soundboard. I need, like, a phone ball. I I, I, I I click the little button, and I call the teller line. Uh, is a, I need to speak to Ryan.
1: Very important business meeting yo we yo have Ryan. to have right over here.
0: Yo, Ryan, you got to go check this collection out. <laughs> and then Ryan's going to be like, Tom needs me. And I'm the boss. I need boss. to go
1: speak to the boss, you guys. I'll be right back. Like you know, he, the, he's being tellers. managed by
0: someone else. Yeah. But I'm that person's boss. So whatever I said. All right, goes, Tom needs to talk to you I could talk to Ryan for like a half hour And it's like Tom's having a one-on-one meeting right, And I'm important. over there showing him my recent Bowen statue that I had Delivered to the branch
1: I'll remember the Giant Man That's the one I always remember because it was enormous It was a big box big, dude, Giant Man was like It
0: was tall Tall statue That you was
1: had actually, a Black Widow if I remember correctly there at your desk too Your, your desk at your, at your bank office was, was decked out like this room Oh uh, it was bad it was bad, but it was good times and I remember you put me uh you put me in your phone as Fire Guy Ryan oh, right out the gate. like this is not an Instagram YouTube creation for for no. me. this was
0: Your name was Ryan. It was too easy, and you also enjoyed the office and all throughout my rise in banking, I worked at branches that hey, if you did your job really well, you kind of got away with doing whatever you wanted to do. So I brought all my seasons of The Office on DVD to the break room, and everyone loved The Office, so we just had it playing all day long, and we would just pop a disc in and let it play, and then whoever it was, you know, someone walked in, yeah, pop another disc in. So it was always Office playing all throughout the day. I carried that type of energy over to my branches. So in my break room, I had The Office, of course, but I also had a Sega Genesis, and I had a Nintendo sixty four. Sixty four. I had Super Smash Brothers and Sonic. And on my break, I would go back there and play video games. And I think I told you that. Hey, we can go and play some Super Smash right now if you want. And I remember uh, um, that that got you the job.
1: I went into the break room one day and I saw on the fridge there was a, it was like a magnet or a sticker or something, and it had this weird guy with the mustache who I'd never seen before, and it said. The Ron Swanson pyramid of greatness. Yes, I put that on up the on, the, on the fridge at work. I, was I like, did. This guy must be like the corporate, you know, manager, the district manager or something. Who I don't know who Ron Swanson is, so I had never seen Parks and Rec at the time.
0: Dude, I don't mess around with my Parks and Rec and no. my office vibes, dude. Come on, it was definitely there. So, so that's how we met. Um, we'd also meet Heron Heavens in around this time as well. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward, we would just we would stay in touch. We'd we stay friends. Um, you and Aaron actually started to become um, closer friends after I left, but we all kind of kept in touch. And it wasn't until about four years ago when I decided to branch from Instagram to YouTube, and because I was inspired to do other things. I was recently um, unemployed. And I was deciding, do I go back into like the finance industry? Ugh. or do I do something else? And the something else to me was my passion, and I always loved comic books. I was always already doing comic stuff. So um, I decided, let's just try it out. I'm going to go all in on comics. This is the time to do it, right? The company I was working for got bought out by Amazon, and Amazon fired everybody. And when I say fired laid everyone off, and I got like, you know, I got severance and things like that. So I actually had like a cushion to, you know, safety net a little bit. That it was like, all right, if I'm going to take a chance, this is the time to do it in my life. So I did it. And I wrote a script. And if you go, I mean, it, the videos are still on YouTube, Comic Fam. They're cringy, but they're there. My first couple videos were like a, just me on camera, spitting fire. Directly about, into the camera. Yeah. It's just just me spitting fire, talking about whatever. I Doing gotta, a lot of this, a lot of. Yeah. And talking about comic books that are whatever. And I wrote two scripts and I realized. In the wall. That was it. That was right? it. That was the first one. one. Someone found an action comics in the wall of their home. And I realized I am not that great at writing. And if I'm going to do this on camera, just by myself, I basically have to do some type of like, I don't know, teleprompter or something. And I have to write my scripts out completely. Cause just riffing is really tough. It's, it's improv. And I've never improv before. So I reached out to you right out the gate and I'm like, yo dude, I need your help. Can you help me write some scripts? And yeah, you did. You helped me write the mm-hmm. scripts and I did it on camera. And then we decided to do a video together. Do you remember the first video we did? Because I enjoyed it so much that it changed the show forever. It's like, oh, you guys don't want to just see me riffing. Like we got to riff off each other. We're all part yeah. of this community and like this is this is better. Do you remember our first video?
1: I distinctly remember the first video, which is weird because I never remember anything. But I remember this one very clearly. It was about Jared. Jared Fogle, correct. Uh, it is Subway an appropriate pedophiler. Sound Subway pedophile Jared Fogle. Yes, that's. <laughs>
0: we did our a video about that because he has an appearance in DC Comics that was so strange, and uh, we we dove into that comic book.
1: That was our first little you know comic, breakdown, comic breakdown, if you will.
0: I, I found it interesting. It was I knew this book existed. Bizarre. and We found it, and uh, yeah, it was a very bizarre video. But yeah, that's on the channel. Um, but that was our first video, and Scroll that started way down. It's all down there. And that's how we uh kind of got this all thing this whole thing rolling.
1: And that, you know, led into some Infinity Gauntlet stuff and, you know, from then on there we did the live shows and mail call stuff started popping off around then and then I started doing this full time. There we go. And now here we are. Here we are. What do you think about that comic fam? I mean, we kind of just Breeze past four
0: years <laughs> to catching us <laughs> to this point. We so had but, to talk
1: about Cinnabons and
0: but stuff. But I think it's an important thing to mention that um, – Oh, and I, Anthony says, hey, how did you meet Russ? That's a, that's a video coming soon. I'm going to um, have a podcast with him. Probably give you a break one of these weeks and kind of d- do a deep dive with Golden Age Guru and Russ, p- probably separately, give them their own time to talk about where they came from and how we got to this point. But
1: Do you remember the first time Russ and I had, my, had a podcast together? Yeah. The first time I ever sat down with him and talked to him? Was that the first time? The first time I talked to him, because he was, I went to visit, he was like the shop owner. Yeah, yeah, So, I yeah. mean, I talked to him for like 10 minutes yeah, every yeah. week or so. But he was there. But him and I had a, you know, discussion on the microphone about poop. Oh, that's right. It was, it was great. Oh, my gosh. Was was one that, of my favorite things I've ever done. Was that, that done. one of
0: the first times you actually
1: hung out with Russ? That was the first time him and I were on camera together. Oh, and that's the first time I hung out with him Yeah, wow. like at your house. And it wasn't just at the shop. Batman Damned was the first time. Like 2018
0: was when wow. this whole thing started, man. And that was Dude, the summer. I no, so Comic Fam, like I'm friends with all these guys separately. But they weren't all friends with each other. Like, no. I know Golden Age Goo through Russ and other people. Ryan knows them through me.
1: I think we all probably know each other through you. Yeah, like everyone, you know, I'm the... You're the, the, the core of our galaxy, Tom. There we go.
0: I'm like, the, I'm like the black
1: hole. You're like the Coruscant of our galaxy.
0: So, that's interesting. The first time that you did a, like, an actual video with someone that you didn't know, that's a major staple of our channel, was about Bruce Wayne's Willie being seen for, I believe, the first time in comic books.
1: But we also started talking about Poop.
0: Yeah, so Poop and Willie. So there we go. Poop and Willie, comic fam. This is where you uh, get when you subscribe to the channel. Comic book-themed content. Fire Guy Ryan is in the house, and um, this is a little bit of a flashback there. But, yeah, we met at the bank, and I think it's another thing where it's like you never know um, opportunities in your life. Like, I didn't know I was going to meet one of my best friends at that time. I hated that job. I did, too. the worst job
1: I've ever had. <laughs> Everything. Six months. Less than six months. It I was rough. There. Yeah.
0: It was definitely rough. I mean— But this is how it goes.
1: After you left, I got talked to, like, (laughs) after you left, I would actually get called into the manager's office, but for bad reasons, they'd be like, yo, you got to make more sales. You are bad at this. (laughs) Like, if you don't put your numbers up, like, you're going to get in trouble. There it is. It didn't work for me. But, you know, that's how um, how you, I don't know. And you thankfully remembered that information that, hey, that Ryan guy is not very good at like pushing stuff on people, he's very easy to talk to. Yeah, good at like making people's a deposits of, and withdrawals and stuff.
0: Actually, the, the thing that, was, that allured me most, that interested me most in getting you on the channel, aside from your um, ability to perform and like host, like, you can do it. Physical a, appearance? Aside from your sexiness. Aside, aside from course, all of that. Um, yeah. It was that you had shown me a, a video you made in, in film school that you wrote. And that video had a couple random jokes in
1: it that were like edited jokes where the gun,
0: you had like a gun. Okay,
1: That's not on YouTube anymore, by the way. You can't find that anymore. I know. I'm so depressed. I loved that thing. But it was it, for a film contest we did, me and some friends in college, for like a four-minute short film contest that you had to make within 72 hours. Like, yeah. Write it, film it, edit, and get it submitted in 72 hours.
0: So you, you did this thing. You told me like, yeah, you wrote it. Like you were a part of like the, the joke writing. And it was funny. And I remember thinking, oh, he gets it, you know, the, the editing mind, the timing, Knowing something that's going to make you uncomfortable, maybe it may make you feel a little embarrassed to perform it. But when you edit it right, when you do it right, yeah, um, you put yourself out there, it still may suck. Doesn't matter. Do it again, and eventually, we won, it gets good.
1: The, we won the contest, man. I can't, there yeah, there's go. no evidence of this. Actually, no, I still have the little like there's a little fake Oscar thing that I have somewhere in my apartment. There we go, on display, of course. Well, um, that right there is what
0: I uh, took away from. Um, it's like, oh, this, this person's got an improv bug that they can. You know, if, they, if they grow it, maybe we could do something fun. And then we, did, we would actually do most of the uh, videos on this channel at earlier in the conception we're trying to figure out our footing was a lot of breakdown videos. I think our weekly videos are kind of like that, like when we do um, dives into reviews and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically the videos about like one issue where we're reenacting stuff and we're picking stuff out that's funny. and
1: Making silly voices, yeah. stuff that kind of carries on to today.
0: Yeah, that's, those are actually the I, – I look at that as the foundation of the channel and what trained me to do hosting stuff. But also, the whole production, you know, figuring out how to manage the cameras, the audio, the microphones, the – B-roll. B-roll, all the above. Like, I learned all of that through those times and those those uh, challenges, but that's how it goes. So you never know who you're going to meet in your life, Comic Fam. Um, sometimes you may be working a job that you feel like is dead end, but – you know that one friend there, maybe your best friend. It just may take a couple years for that to grow, and then now you work with us, and we're doing all this stuff together, and we're both in comics full time. What's up?
1: Life is weird. I kind of wish I could go back and like be a, a ghost observing the that that job interview, or any one of those days where I would just like walk into that building like, oh my god, I hate this place, I hate working here. But just like, right? It matters.
0: It does. You never know, comic fam. You never know. Book has hit twenty bucks. Let off the gas, Colin Finn, unless you're really gunning for some Jack Kirby
1: goodness. $75 cover price on this, don't overbid, but if somebody wants it, we got it.